praise be, saints, praise be. Glory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We give thanks on tonight. Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus. We praise you and just glorify you, Lord God, for keeping us and allowing us another day, Father, Lord God. Saints, I'm going to ask if you would turn with me to James 3. I'm going to be reading verses 6 through 8. Amen. James 3, verses 6 through 8. Amen. Amen. And it says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of bird and of serpent and of things in the sea it tamed and has been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. So, I want to talk a little bit about our communication. Amen. Amen. The power of our communication and who is affected by how we speak to people. Amen. Who is affected and how it affects those that we talk to, amen? Now, saints, it's essential that we bring light to an ever-dark, chaotic world, amen? It is essential that we do that, amen? Now, and Jesus is the perfect example of this, amen? Jesus taught us the real that real communication comes out of the heart, amen? Yeah, I started that off with talking about the tongue of man, it being a fire, a world of iniquity, amen? But what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the heart of man, amen? I want to talk about the heart of man, amen? Jesus said in Luke six forty five, he said this, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Amen. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatsoever is in our hearts will eventually come out. Amen. Now we have to understand this too, saints. The human heart in its natural condition, is evil, treacherous, and deceitful. Amen? What Jesus is saying here is that people can be judged by what they say and do because these things reveal what is really inside that person. Amen? Now, again, a good man bringeth good things out of the good stored in his heart, and an evil man bringeth evil out of the evil stored inside his heart. For the mouth speaketh what the heart is full of. If we want to know what is on the inside of a person, simply watch their actions and listen to what comes out of his or her mouth. Amen? Listen to what comes out of his or her mouth on a regular basis. This is not being judgmental. This is reality. Amen? This is reality. Amen? Mm-hmm. So, what sparks the tongue to speak and what to say, amen? Because the tongue can't do anything unless something 
causes it to do it, amen, because here in James 3, 6, it says, and the tongue is a fire. But how did that fire get started, amen? Because the tongue is a small part of a relayed information, amen? The tongue is being relayed information, amen? When people say you have a sharp tongue, it means the words that you speak cut others. They hurt others. They offend others, amen? But we have to look deeper into it. We got to get to the root cause of it because it's not always the tongue. It's what comes out of the heart of man. Amen. When people speak, it reveals their heart. Amen. Harsh words, a harsh heart. Negative words, a negative heart. Overly reactive words, an unsettled heart. Boastful words, an insecure heart. Filthy words, a dirty heart. Critical words, a a bitter heart. Encouraging words, a happy heart. And gentle words, a loving heart. But here's the one. A a trustful word and an honest word is from an honest heart. Amen. A trustful word is from an honest heart. Amen. Now, if you want to know what's in the heart of someone... Listen to their words, amen. Listen to their words. So we're talking about the heart today, and I want you to understand this thing, that the heart is mentioned in the Bible almost a thousand times. There's a reason for that. It's mentioned almost a thousand times, amen. And listen, in Christianity, the heart symbolizes the central of the core, amen, the center of the core of our being from which prayer and moral actions originate. Now, the word core, which derives from the Latin word core, means heart. Amen? The core of man is the heart. Amen? Now, what do our words reveal about what is in our heart? Amen? And and I'm going to say this. As Pastor said before, when you say something and cover your mouth, it's already too late. It's already too late because the heart has relayed to the tongue what to say. Amen? So it's already too late. And Mark 4.22 tells us this. It says this. It says, For there is nothing hidden which shall not be manifested. Neither was anything kept secret but that it should be come, that it should come abroad. So that means whatever's in the heart of man, you think you got all that stuff out. But there's something still in there, amen? And many times that stuff comes out at the wrong time, amen? And many times we question, where did that come from? Amen? You know, there's a thing, it says this, it says, what What's down in the well comes up in the bucket, amen? Now, if you've done this, if you drop a bucket down in the well, you can't see anything, and you really don't know what's going to come up. And it's the same thing with the heart. When things are inside of us, eventually they're going to come out, and they're going to come up, and most of the time it's at the wrong time, amen? It's at the wrong time. There's times when we really don't know what's going to come out. I'm pretty sure that many people have said to themselves, where did they come from? I can't believe I said that. What was I thinking? 
not what you were thinking. It was what in your heart, amen? It's what's in your heart. But how does our relationship with Christ change the way we communicate with others, amen? How does it change? Colossians 3, 1 through 8 tells us this. This is how we make the change. It says, if ye then been raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on the things above and not on the things of the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Amen. Now, here it is right here, saints. It says, mortify, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate, affection, evil, compensation, covetousness, which is adultery, for which things sake the wrath of God coming out of the children of disobedience, in that which ye also walk sometimes when ye live in them. But A tells us this, it says, But now ye also put off these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Amen? Now, King David recognized this in Psalms 51 and 10 when he said this, because we know that King David did some things in his life that were not godly, amen? But in Psalms 51 and 10, he says this, he says, create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Amen? Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10 tells us this. And write these scriptures down. If I'm going too fast, I'm going to slow down just a bit. Amen. But, you know, I, I get excited. Amen. But Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, it says this. It says, the heart is deceitful, is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Because we don't. Because if we did, we wouldn't allow some of the things that we say to come out of our mouth. Amen. But 10 says this, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Amen. See, it's going to take a lot to master the heart, but we know the master can master our heart. Because if it's in his hands, all things are possible, amen? Now, Jesus knows the hidden things in our heart, but we don't, amen? Because we still question when something happens and when we say something, amen? Now, let me say this. There's two kinds of people, amen? There's two kinds of people. Those who serve God with their whole heart because they know him, and those who seek him with all their heart because they don't know him. Amen? Think an unchanged heart is corrupted. It's ruled by the enemy in this fallen world, and many are being led by an unchanged heart. Amen? The heart has to be purged of evil and falsehood 
and filled with God's truth. Amen. This is Father God's way. Amen. To cleanse us. To purify us. To make us new. Amen. Now the world perception is to be led by a deceitful heart. And to give no energy to seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Amen. But that's the opposite of what we are to do, amen? Because each and every day we are to seek the kingdom of God. Our thoughts and actions are to are to engage in the things of God this way. The heart will become a useful tool, amen? So every day that our heart is being changed, we are becoming a useful tool in the master's hand, amen? Now, God promised through the prophet Ezekiel in 36 and 26, to give a new heart, amen? And if you will turn there, Ezekiel 36 and 26, amen? Because it says this, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and will give you a heart of flesh, amen? So, the stony heart is the heart of the world. The fleshly heart is the heart of the spirit, is the heart of God, amen? Then he says that he will write his laws on our heart, amen? Now turn with me to Jeremiah 31 and 33, amen? And it reads, but these... But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their inward part and write it on their heart and will be their God and they shall be my people. Things are slowly being changed within us. And every day we should notice a change, a godly change, the more we get in God's word, that our heart shall be purified, our heart shall be changed. The things that we used to speak shall never come out of our mouth, amen, because the Bible tells us to put away filthy communication out of our mouth. Why? Because that is not of God, amen. If God is blessing us with a new heart and giving us a heart of flesh and not of stone, we have to change who we used to be, amen? And we have to become what God has called us to be, amen? So, with that, that we will know him and follow his ways, amen? Were it not for God's intervention, our heart would still be corrupted, amen? If it had not been for what Jesus did for us, our hearts will still be corrupted. We will still be walking around here with hearts of stones, speaking the way we used to speak. And I say, I hope that many of us have noticed the change in ourselves. Amen. That we've noticed the change in ourselves, that the things that we used to speak, we speak no more. Amen. And the thoughts that we have, we have no more. And the godly changes that God is making in each and every one of us Every day, amen? So, let's say this. The heart is the core of our being, and the Bible says, 
high importance on keeping our heart pure. Amen. The Bible sets high importance on keeping our heart pure. Amen. In Proverbs 4.23, it tells us this. It tells us this. It says, keep thine heart with all diligence. Father has given us a new heart, so we have to keep it with all diligence. Saints, we're going to be tried. People are going to push us. People are going to try to knock us down. People are going to try to step on us. People, people are going to try things to you to stop you from being that godly person that you have become. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you will be tested and tried. Amen. Mm-hmm. But the Bible tells us to keep that heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Because if you live in your life, a fleshly heart will help us to make it through all the stuff that we're going to suffer and the things that we're going to go through and how people offend us and how people are going to approach us and come to us and try to knock us out. Amen. So we have to understand, saints, every day is a test. Every day is a trial. Amen. So the new heart that Father God has given us, let us live that way. Amen. Put away all those things, amen? So let me say this. Listen to what Jesus said. Listen to what Jesus said. The Beatitudes are the eight declarations of blessedness spoken by Jesus at the beginning of the uh, Sermon on the Mount, amen? And of all the Beatitudes, I want you to hear this one because this is a blessing here. In Matthew 5 and 8, of all the Beatitudes, listen to what Jesus says. He says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen? He didn't say, blessed are the pure in tongue. He didn't say, blessed are the pure in mind. He said, blessed are the pure in heart, because the heart is the core that connects us to God. Amen? So, thank we have to continue to allow God to change our heart. And believe me, it's not going to be something that's going to be instantaneously. Amen? Because it's going to take time. Amen? It's going to take time. With that being said, I want to say this real quick. Amen? Say this real quick because I'm going to close with this. Amen? And I just wanted to encourage you on tonight. Amen? I just wanted to encourage you because... We have so many things going on around us, but I just want to encourage you tonight. Loving God with all your heart means continuously giving God love. Amen. Giving him praise and gratitude as your creator, redeemer, and provider. Loving God with all our hearts means obeying God and trusting in his faithfulness, regardless of our circumstances, even in these times and trials and adversities and sorrows that we're dealing with right now, saints. With that, I turn it back over to Pastor, and I 